0: At SFM Radio and at Patricia N. Dooley
1: Social Conversations. Ten minutes after ten, let's welcome MEC for Human Settlements and Public Works in KZN, Mr. Jomo Sibiya. Thank you very much for joining us, MEC. Good evening. Yes, good evening. How
0: are you and how are you
1: to listeners? Ah, we are well. Thank you very much for asking, MEC. How are you?
0: We're fine. We're fine, Pat. We are keeping on. We are going on. We've got a responsibility and a task at hand to make sure that people, of course, Natal, they get decent houses and they get better shelter. It's been many years. That's what we're trying to do. But we're moving with speed. Remember, last time when we spoke to you, I said it clearly. that one of my obsessions, the issue of speed and the delivery, the time it takes for us to deliver these houses. Mm. So we are on that uh, project right now. We are moving with speed towards making sure that our people do get decent shelter in all areas. Whether you talk about urban projects, uh, you talk about uh, rural projects, you talk about semi-urban projects, we are on it. We want everyone to be accommodated. Whether you talk about uh, uh, the the the, 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 the land clearance projects, we are on it. The uh, issue of service sites. We are working, we are covering everyone, but it's not an easy uh, thing to do. Housing issues are a moving target. We need to try by all means to move with speed to make sure that as the target moves, that we are at advanced stage, we are moving faster than the target. Otherwise, we'll always be lagging behind. And that's
1: what we're doing. Now, MEC, you know, it's a great task that you have at hand. And there's one thing that I've been uh, doing is watching the journey of your department, Human Settlements and Public Works, very closely. And the last time we spoke, you did mention that uh, there were some, you know, projects that you're already embarking on. The work is already underway. Perhaps uh, talk to us about some projects that have been completed, those that are underway, so that the residents of KZN may have an understanding of the magnitude of the work that you're doing.
0: Thank you, uh, Pat. Uh, yeah, um, and last time when we spoke, there was quite a lot of things that we're doing, quite a lot of projects that we're embarking on. Currently in KZN, we've got projects almost in every single municipality, Pet, There's not a single municipality where we don't have a project of human settlements where we're building houses for our people. Uh, but it's kind of different uh, 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 mixed bags, uh where we've got um, w- uh, uh, rural projects where we're dealing with the rural areas in particular, because you know that in Guadalupe Natal in the main, 50% of people in Guadalupe Natal are living in rural areas. So that's, that's why quite a number of our projects we've in rural areas. Uh, we've been focusing in different areas recently. We've, uh, we've been to uh, Zululand, where we went to Wanongoma. And Wanongoma is a very rural, deep rural, remote area, where the department, uh, we have put in about a billion rand to try and change uh, the, the the situation and the environment of the people of uh, Zululand and Nongoma in particular. But also, whether you go to the lower south coast uh, in the province, we've got projects that uh, we have just completed uh, in Ubu Shebez and Municipality as well. When you go down, uh, you'll find that beautiful projects that we have built in rural areas. But one thing that we have done uh, as the province is to make sure that all the houses that we are building in rural areas Remember, in some of our rural areas, we are still working uh, with issues of electricity. So we have taken a stance as the department, which is a stance that I found uh, being done in the department. But we have taken a decision that all the houses that we are building, whether there is electricity in that area or there is no electricity, we are going to uh, make sure that they are wired, they've got everything in electricity, comes. it's a matter of connection, because we'll be able to plan and make sure that whatever that we do, there is nothing uh, that is left out. We make sure that we, uh, we, the projects that we are, we are doing now in rural areas, we provide them, uh, you know, in rural areas, there's quite a lot of areas where there's no waterborne sewer system. So but we are providing them with uh, a, a, a pit latrine, uh, toilet, but also providing them with the uh, georgia tents to make sure that they catch water. Uh, It's different uh, human settlements, but again, when it comes to the issue of slums, clearance in Etiwin, and the issue, one big issue that we spoke about was also the issue of uh, uh, the the transit camps. The new minister, uh, there's been an arrival of a new minister who came also with an energy, and we've been engaging on the issue of transit camps in Etiwin, where we've got people who were removed in some areas as way back as in 2010 during the World Cup, because uh, there was a need to get those areas for the World Cup. They were put in transit camps uh, 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 since 2010, and they, we've been moving very slowly uh, towards eradicating these transit camps because once it's a transit camp, it means those people can't be there for many years. They must just be there for a time being, and then we get them a permanent area uh, where, they can, where they can live and reside. But we have been not uh, uh, been able to provide them with speed, with uh, permanent areas of residence, Instead, we have been seeing the pile-up of more of these transit camps, and uh, now we've got quite a number of them. But they are one of our targets now. Even the minister has given us a clear mandate and the premier to make sure that we eradicate them because nobody must live in a transit camp for, for more than two years. It's too much. Even for a year, it's too much because it should be temporary. So we are dealing with all those issues, but also we are dealing with the issues of vulnerable people uh, the elderly uh, the people uh, with disability we've got projects that are targeting them we've got a program of operation Sumasaka in Wazul Natal that we use to uh, to do our interventions in different uh, vulnerable communities where our people are living in squalor and very very uh, 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 un, uh, you know uh, habitable uh, conditions where nobody is supposed to be living in those conditions so we are moving on quite a lot of uh, projects are uh, on, on, on roll, and uh, we are finishing quite a, a number of them. I can count quite a number of them. That's why I'm saying in, literally in each and every municipality. But there are municipalities where we are not doing well, to a level that we have taken a decision that uh, where we are not doing well, we, as the, as the department, as the custodian of human settlement, as the, de- as the department in the province, we have taken the decision to take a developer status from those municipalities. We'll be doing projects ourselves without the municipality, because some of the municipalities are costing us. We've got a situation where a municipality will be given a, a, a status to uh, develop human settlements projects, working with the department but uh, you find that uh, due to lack of capacity in the municipality projects are you know not being done properly quite a lot of issues are, are are coming up or cropping in communities are complaining it takes forever to deliver a project because a municipality has decided to 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 appoint a, a service provider with no capacity a service provider who's going to give them uh, you know some money uh, behind the scenes paying some officials or some people. So we have seen quite a number of these things. Some municipalities will give the money to pay service providers. They will take money and put it in the bank and that money will be left there for four months without paying a service provider so that they accumulate more interest in that money and they take that interest to pay some of their things that they are doing in the municipality and then collapse the service providers. We are also making sure that we are bringing our people at the center of the economy and making sure that we've got a pool of capable service providers in the province. It
1: seems you and your team are really really um, hard at work and I'm glad that you are very honest that it's not in all municipalities in KZN that you are able to uh, you know make sure that you implement as speedily as you would like to that honesty is really appreciated now there's one thing that I'd like you to please you know I- inform us about I mean there's been uh, talks around the fact that uh, the Tegrini municipality specifically has a blockage or a backlog of more than 440 houses to be built and according to to the Etegwini Municipality's spatial development framework of uh, 2020 to 2021, Durban has approximately 3.75 million people living and uh, only about 950,000 uh, dwelling places. H- how are you expecting to you know, meet or reach your target for the people of Etegwini Municipality
0: specifically? One thing that I think we must be frank about is that we haven't been performing well in Etegwini Municipality. Regarding the issues of human settlement, we haven't been, been uh, performing very well uh, because uh, the, the 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 issue of capacity as well. We seem not to be doing things correctly regarding our planning approval of plans by the municipality. It takes forever. The issue of bike infrastructure is our big problem in HWIN. where because Chewing is, is an urban area, our projects will be urban projects. Before you do anything in a Teguini, you need to have bulk infrastructure on the ground. So without bulk infrastructure, which is supposed to be put by the municipality, there is nothing that can be done. So currently, we are having that challenge. It's one of our biggest challenges. But beyond that, our planning as well and our priorities in that municipality seems not to be what will help us to make sure that we deal with the backlog. But we have sat down in the municipality. We've got plans uh, to deal with these issues. One of the things that we are, we are going to be de- uh, dealing with is to help the municipality and assist the municipality the department, but also as an, with the national uh, department. The minister has taken a keen interest on Eteguin, even myself. I've taken a keen interest in Eteguin because we really want to make sure that we deal with the backlog of human documents in it. One of the biggest issues is that a project as big as a Konupia of, of project is a project uh, which is a flagship program that is supposed to be. Uh, moving on it with speed and making sure that we accommodate quite a number of citizens who are uh, residing in Etcheguid. It has been moving very slow, and we have taken interest on it. We will be, uh, uh, if nothing is being done on it as well, we'll be taking over that project and be dealing uh, with that project ourselves as the department uh, uh, at a provincial level. But also we've got issues uh, regarding the issue of uh, slums clearance. We've got quite a number of informal settlements in the Tewin. That has been there for many years. And uh, we seem to be uh, taking a a, a posture of just uh, uh, formalizing them without uh, having an approach that will say, how do we totally eradicate these lands? So we are going back to that to make sure that these informal settlements are being dealt with we are going to try by all means to move with speed in, in eradicating them. But the issue of uh, uh, that you raise, uh, the, 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 the the issue of uh, land, because I believe you talk about the spaces, the spatial planning and the spaces that we are having in Teguin. What you are doing in Teguin, when the apartheid system was developing that uh, uh, city, Chegwin, you will know that you will have Guamash uh, far from the city, you will have Umlaz far from the city in Zuma, and all other uh, areas uh, far, far from the city. And there will be spaces that are left undeveloped. They will leave those spaces undeveloped uh, purposely because they will use them as buffers between the city and the areas where black people are residing. We are checking those spaces now. We are developing those spaces, making sure that we are uh, uh, integrating the communities and societies who live together. Those spaces were used as buffers, but now we're developing them and building in those spaces to make sure that we accommodate quite a number of our people. But we are going to be making sure that we are taking a closer look on in fact we are already taking a closer look on the checkwing and changing the approach, the issue of speed, the issue of planning, the issue of time. That it takes for us to deliver. How the nature wind is changing, and it will continue to change. We are going to uh, deal with the issue of our targets, which I must agree is quite a mammoth task to deal with. But we are determined, and I, uh, seated where I'm seated, I believe we'll be able to deal with the targets.
1: A-teamers, we are in conversation with the KZN's MEC for Human Settlements and Public Works, uh, Mr. Jomo uh, Sibiya, and we are talking about uh, housing uh, in KZN, and it seems there are great strides, but honesty is one of the things that I'm commending in this conversation, because MEC is open to say where they are falling short, and why and how they are mitigating it. We are opening up the lines for you to interact with MEC and ask your questions that are relevant to our topic on 011-714-2006. Alternatively, you can WhatsApp 614 I can't wait until we also get to the part where MEC has committed $16.6 million for the construction of an old-age home in KZN. But before that, let me go to the lines. Tobega, Atima. good evening.
2: Hello, Patricia. Good evening. And hello. And hello to Bob Tools as well. I've actually you taken you've answered so many of the questions I wanted to ask. Um, particularly the one on the transitional housing that was um put in place um prior to the World Cup that still stands today and I admire your honesty in acknowledging that um, it hasn't, things haven't really gone to plan because people shouldn't have been there for longer than, I think, plus nine or five years, and also on the backlog of over 450,000 rent. I was filming 50,000 houses to be built. But I've got a specific question, though, because you've answered most. My question is, um, there's a program... That is targeted at disabled persons, I think, in your department and in the municipality as well of Eteguini. That is called the OSS program, wherein um, if there are projects that um, are about to start, wherein there's going to be building of houses, that the disabled persons take preference in that, and I think also the old age. I'm not sure if they're also part of the OSS program. Now, what communication channels are there? Like, what, what is your department doing to communicate with those people eligible and beneficiaries of such programs? Like, what communication are you, what communication do you have between these persons and yourselves? Because they don't know what happened. They just see houses springing up everywhere, yet they were told that they take preference, like uh, preferred, a bit, um, before others. So that is my question, that what do you do about the disabled persons who can't themselves march to your offices and find out what do you do as a department to communicate with those people?
1: Great question. Thank you very much, Tobega. Please listen on on air. And uh, MEC, please come in.
0: Thank you very much, Tobega. Uh, Thank you to you as well for some uh, good uh, words uh, for us. Uh, We are trying, we'll continue to do our best. Uh, We've been governing for the past 27 years, and we can't have an excuse to say we're still learning how to govern. It's time we implement, it's time we deliver, and we're doing exactly that. Uh, uh, Starting with the issue of transit camps, I think I've covered it, but just to tell you, Chobrega and Pet, we went to one recently, we went to Wasanti, where there's a transit camp that has been there for quite some time as well. We have started eradicating that transit camp because we are piloting the best practice on how we can with speed eradicate these transit camps. They can't wait for another four years. We can't have our people living in those conditions in those transit camps for another four years. We need to eradicate them with speed in a chewin. So we are piloting with that uh, 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 transit camp in Wasante and there's another one in Reservoir Hills that we'll be dealing with very soon. But there's quite a number of them uh, saying we are already moving on them. We are not. Talking, but we are moving on them. The, the, the OFS program is talked about earlier on. Yes, this is our pro- special program, which is an, a program that we use to in, we use for interventions. We use it to intervene in different areas, in particular to our targeted uh, sectors: people with disability, the old aged uh, people. We use uh, such uh, uh, that pro- program, but also the people who are in dire need of human settlement or of houses. Doesn't matter whether you are disabled or you are on, of old age, but we use it where there is really, really a dire need, where we can't even wait for a project to come into that area, but we just need to give that person a house right there and there. Where we start by building a temporal structure, with the, which is a TRA, we, start, we, we, we don't even wait for another three or four months with the T.R.A., and then we build a permanent house. But we've got a situation where we've got a, a, a people who are living in houses where going there's an NEC, you can't go back and sleep without knowing what is going to happen with those people. So we use OSS as well there. But regarding on the issue of communication, we've got an office in the department that deals exactly uh, with such trouble. Uh, uh, we uh, we've got a, data, a database, from different organizations that deals with people with disability. Uh, so that database, we collected all over the city in Teguin, and these organizations that we're working with, they provide us with uh, the names, uh, uh, the areas where we've got these challenges. And we're opening up. We want everyone who wants to communicate with us, they will be able to communicate with us. We do even communicate with, private, with just ordinary private citizens. We don't only say because this one is not coming from the database, then we can not deal with it. Because if a person is not on the database, it doesn't mean that person doesn't need to be helped. We make sure that we go all out to help everyone. But we do have organizations that we are working with that are in a with dealing with the issues of the people uh, with uh, disabilities.
1: Let's go to another a on the line. Bernadine. good evening, a
3: Good evening, uh, uh, ma'am, and good evening to M.E.C. Uh, M.E.C. Waventzoma. My name is Cyril Benning from Cofsted. Uh M.E.C., uh, I would like to your urgent uh, attention to this. Uh, what is happening with housing? Housing also comes uh, with uh, when you, when one does a land claim. Then then the land claim comes with a package of housing and so on. Now, I've done research over 25 years and monitoring this housing in East Gricoland. Greek land is falling under the KZM. Now, if one does a research of housing, one will see who these houses go for. Now, I'm not racist, uh, MBC, but uh, how can one contact you as a matter of urgency, should sure one discuss this housing story because the are in Greek Gricoland are marginalized with housing. And housing goes, the, 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 the most vulnerable will be RDP. But we also get the middle class houses. But the tension what ones need now is that our land in that we've lodged are not getting worked on. So therefore, now the municipality will use land for housing, RDP, and we are marginalized. Yet there's a land claim on it. How can the MSC help us? Uh, 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 on this issue even if we should contact each other or, or we travel to the MEC or the MEC uh, visit Coxwood I will listen to it on the radio
1: Thank you very much Benadine. I think uh, because of time I'm also going to go to Menzi and then uh, MEC will be able to respond Menzi Aetima good evening
4: Good evening to, to, to you Patricia and all the Aetima and to Ubabu Jomo. good evening and the, mm-hmm. you know, I, I reside in a great town uh, and on municipality to be more specific in Matimadolo. Firstly, I wish to commend the NEC. in all the politicians I've ever seen. I, I've never seen such a hard working individual, so humble, and he goes to, to the people. But my, my question is, you know, in, in, in Matimadolo where I reside, we are promised that we'll have a phase two of the housing. But then now, I, I wish the NEC could actually help us in terms of. The direct intervention of, of choosing people who will benefit because sometimes there is also a migration in, 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 in a way that when there's immigration, so a migration, so a person who really deserves a house but now is not included in the list, and sometimes there is a favoritism. So, in, if the, the, the provincial government can actually intervene in terms of to actually really recheck whether the people who are who receiving I call it a very, but I, uh, anyway, I wish to thank the NEC and the government is really doing very well.
1: Thank you very much, Menzi. Uh, MEC, please respond to uh, our 2A team as Bernardine and Menzi.
0: Thank you, Pet. Uh, on Bernardine's issue, uh, I think uh, he's correct when you say we need to discuss it. Because one thing, Pet, I will not want to do is to discuss uh, something that I don't have much details of and then start to lie here or... Be caught wanting, uh, I would want to, uh, he will get my details. I would want to discuss the issues that he's raising. One thing I can tell Panadin is that we won't discriminate when it comes to anyone who needs to benefit from this government. Anyone who needs to get a a a a, a house from the provincial government, anyone deserving, will have to. Whether we are talking about issues uh, of houses in rural areas, the RTP houses. Uh, as people normally call them, whether they are talking about houses that we're building in the in the in the urban areas, uh, we we won't discriminate at all. Anyone who deserves to benefit will make sure that they benefit. Uh, but I would want us to discuss further what he rates so that I get details so that we are able to help each other. As long as it takes our people forward, we've got an interest on it. But two, Menzi, uh, thank you, my brother. Thank you very much uh, for such wonderful words. It's encouraging. We'll continue to try and make sure that our people do get better life uh, 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 today, not tomorrow. Uh, the issue of Matimatolo, yes, uh, I know the, the, the project in Matimatolo is two, uh that uh, we are dealing with. Uh, we are noting and taking what Menzi uh, has said we will be dealing with the, helping to deal with the issue of administration uh for that uh, issues of verification and the list of beneficiaries we are going to do that but i want to assure the listeners pet and means that we it's one of the areas that i'm focusing on the issue of a uh, beneficiary list we've heard of many uh, uh stories where people are shortchanged where that there was an initial list that was all original having particular names they will change people, putting friends in such things. That kind of corruption, that era has ended. Nobody will be allowed to do that. It's only people who are supposed to benefit that will be benefiting. No one will benefit in the system when we are not supposed to benefit. We are going to be making sure with the, with the, with the officials, luckily the officials understand very well, what I'm seeking to do and what the government, the government seeks to do in trying to change and make sure that issues of payment documents are dealt with correctly, but also people who are benefiting are the correct people who are supposed to be benefiting.
1: Let me go to another A-teamer. Anonymous, good evening.
5: Good evening to you, Patricia, and good evening to your guests. I just want to ask your guest, Mr. Sabia, if uh, people are leasing their properties, uh, you know, like uh, they um, they got huge farms or huge properties, and they can't afford to pay the rates, so they are leasing these properties and allowing people to build checks on their properties on a uh, on a on the lease basis, like there's one in Himalaya Drive, there's uh, phrase one and phrase two, there's one in Ramna Rhine Road, in KZN, and there's one in um, uh, Chubbies, by the Chubbies garage, where people are building you know, their own little shacks, and the uh, and, uh, landlords are mm-hmm. allowing them to build their shacks and leasing the premises to them. When will they be able to receive their RDP homes, or will you buy off that property and, and build the RDP homes for these uh, disadvantaged
1: people? Thank you. Thank you very much, Anonymous. Uh, MEC, please respond.
0: Thank you very much, uh, Anonymous. I'm very lucky. Whenever I'm in this show, uh, there's Anonymous. Uh, I hope (laughs) one day uh, (laughs) I'll get
6: to know the name. Let me tell uh, you,
1: this Anonymous is on the show every single evening. So she is an avid A teamer, MEC.
0: (laughs) So I must just accept that she's Anonymous. She's Anonymous for the past couple of years. We love you, Anonymous. Thank you for the issue that you have raised. Yes, uh, what you're raising? With, uh, uh, she's correct. We've seen such uh, 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 situations where people with uh, big properties uh, or big spaces, they will then um, allow or use that, those uh, properties or that piece of land to allow people to build. Uh, in fact, I don't even want to say it's only checks. Because at times, it's structures that are not supposed to be there, structures that are unsafe. But because they want to make money out of it, they just bring people in to build in those properties. So we've got a a new slums bill, slums clearance bill that we have just passed as the legislature but also at a national level, that deals exactly with what she's talking about. Now it's the issue of implementation. We need to implement it because it's exactly what we are trying to deal with, where now we we will see quite a lot of informal settlements springing up because of such conditions where people are just allowed to come and build those who have land for the sake of getting money out of it. So also the municipality bylaws, they must make sure that they implement the bylaws. They put them into effect. But we are working with the municipality, but also even ourselves. We are, the, the new bill is dealing exactly with such uh, 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 issues to deal with people who are taking chances, who are allowing uh, unsafe structures. But also this thing, it allows our people to be abused because they are asked to come and build and live in unsafe conditions, in conditions where nobody should be living in, and it's exactly that we are trying to prevent through this bill, the new bill, and the bylaws. But we are, in agreement, we are dealing with it.
1: Let me now go to some of the messages that I've got here. But before I do so, let's take a break and remind you, a that we're in conversation with MEC for Human Settlements and Public Works of KZN, Mr. Jomo Sbia. And we are talking about the housing challenges and the gains that this department has made. You can Interact with us by dialing in on 11 2006 or you can WhatsApp 614 SMSs go to 41391. After the break, I'll come back to your messages.
7: <laughs> SMS SAFM now on 41391 Late Night
6: Conversations with Patricia anduli Monday to Thursday, 10pm till midnight Social Conversations
1: It's 20 minutes to 11 Please do remember A-team is that at 11 Greg Hose comes in to give you the final news bulletin for the day And straight after that we get into the closet conversations With Coach Matawe Matsopola, Where we speak roles within the family let me go to your messages as we continue with our conversation with MEC for Human Settlements and Public Works, Mr. Jamo Sibiya. This message on WhatsApp says... And it's from Anonymous, uh, different Anonymous MEC. Don't think that she called in and also sent a message, but it's a different <laughs> one. Uh, this Anonymous says, I believe that townships should be abolished and done away with. We need to build towns and cities w- with resources and not more underdeveloped communities. What What's your take on this? I think uh,
0: we agree that uh, we can have a situation if you look at how our townships were established you will see that uh, they were not established uh, uh, for, you know, uh, uh, better living conditions and uh, to develop people and to cycle people in an environment where they can live and do everything in that area. But they were just established to accommodate people to provide labor uh, to the cities and nothing else. They were not proper human settlement areas. That's why we find that even other social amenities that you're supposed to be finding there, they are not there. Even spaces for those social amenities, they are not there. Uh, So I think I'm in agreement with that. That's why the president, President Ramaphosa, has said that we need to build new cities. We agree with that. We need to build new cities. We need to build new developed areas that are developed in a modernized way, where our people can settle in there, live there. Have everything there, work and play there, have all other things that are needed, all other social amenities around them, not just a township, which is just to accommodate people to stay there and provide labor to particular society or to particular cities, and it
6: ends there. We're in agreement with that.
1: On the line of God, Tangosnati, ATMangosnati, good evening.
6: Hey, good evening, Patricia. Good evening, um, good. Ding, ding, ding. I'm calling from Avoka Hills. I, I, uh, the last time you were on the show, I related my the story of my mom's house that was hijacked by, uh, according to the information, by members of it, a, a a committee, and my mom was left with the keys in 2008 at a settlement in Mauleway. I remember. I remember very well. And um, ah, that was in 2008. We fought this issue. Until my mom passed away in in 2013, uh, she was already in her 90s, and and now I'm I'm worried that I'm I'm also on 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 my way uh, 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 because I'm I'm above 60 already. I'm still fighting the same thing, and and I just don't know what to do anymore. So and, and 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 the 80s. Uh, because she was left with the keys and and all other documents, everything, and uh, I was there when she was uh, uh, given a house by the municipality. And 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 uh, when my, the first night, when my son went there, who who, who was the, was, the benefic- was listed as the beneficiary because my mother was already frail, so uh, frail, so I decided that my son should go take occupation first. He was evicted in, in in the middle of the night. Um, I've tried everything. I don't want to mention main names of previous uh, leaders, uh, but uh, you you are my last resort, uh, Mr. M. C. Hello.
1: MEC, yeah. um yeah, I can hear that oh, yeah. Nkosnati is, uh, well, is very, you know, mm-hmm. uh, emotional mm-hmm. about this issue. Yeah, and it's yeah. not the first time yeah, he's yeah. come up. He's also a, yeah, actually yeah. even sent an SM, a WhatsApp with the same issue, but decided to call in to get your yeah. attention. see yeah. yeah. how can you assist with
0: this issue? You know, um let me apologize first to Ngosnati. He did raise this matter uh, when I was on the show. And the matter has not
6: yet been resolved uh, completely. I
0: mean, I agreement not But I want to apologize. It's not the speed we'd want to move uh, with. But the matter needs quite a lot of work on it. It, 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 it involves quite a lot of uh, legal issues, uh, legalities. Uh, one of the issues that i said about it even last time was that of the department, because it's a matter, as you say, it's a matter that the community is supposed to have dealt with it uh, and I would want us not not to be sh- to shy away from telling things as they are, because when we are in this platform uh, and as a government that is open, we must talk about everything that we believe we need to talk about. So we, 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 we I think let me make a commitment that I know it's for the second time. I I personally gonna take this matter now, because we took the matter back to Etcheverry with the officials from the department to deal with this matter. And I ask that this matter must be resolved with speed. I was on the show, I think, it's been three months, or so, if I'm not mistaken, or yes, if not see. more. Yeah. So it has taken quite a lot of time. As much as it's a matter that is not as simple and straightforward as it is. And again, nobody is allowed to to, to evict even a, an illegal uh, person who has occupied an area just uh, without going through court processes or following a uh, due processes, so in this matter, there are quite a lot of red flags on it that we are dealing with it as a department, but we are going to increase the speed. but I would want to get as well the if it is possible outside uh, this conversation, if I can get the direct number, would uh, nice uh, to talk to him directly and be able to have a, a discussion and conversation and also update him from time to time rather than for us to wait until we meet like this on radio, which I'm not saying it's wrong, but it's proper again to update him about the developments on the net. What it I'm going say.
1: What I I'm going to do, it. what I'm going to do, MEC and Bam Kosnati, is that I'm going to send uh, the WhatsApp number for MEC that his office has provided, and um, on that WhatsApp number, uh, Bam Kosnati, please just uh, then send your details to MEC, and then you'll be able to have that direct interaction, and hopefully the next time we speak, you'll have a, a, a great testimony with regards to this issue.
6: Thank you very much.
1: Thank you very much, Bam Kosnati. MEC, there are some messages here, uh, but before I go to these messages, I'd like us to talk about uh, this uh, great commitment of $16.6 million um, to construct an old-age home in KZN. Please tell us more about it.
0: Thanks, uh, yes, uh, as the Department of Human Settlements, we've got a responsibility as well um, to build social amenities for our people. We have made a commitment uh, in the community of Kamalake. Uh, in the Port Shepstein area in Lower South Coast in Uku District, there is uh, a, 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 an old age home called Mamelin. It's an old age home that had uh, dilapidated, it was in a bad condition. Uh, in fact, it was not even a, a habitable space. For old people to live in so as the department of human settlements because we're dealing with human settlements human settlement is a bit broader not only about houses but it's about human settlements where people are settled, where they work and play where they do everything so we took a decision to make sure that these old people uh, who are live who are part of this old age home they get a better service because ours again is to make sure that our people get improved service We made a commitment to build them a new old age. It's a new because we we have demolished already. I was there yesterday, Pat. Uh, We have demolished the old uh, age home that was there. Uh, We have started uh, to build the new one, which is a a 16.6 million rent, uh, state-of-the-art old age home, with 120 beds, which will accommodate our elderly in a very beautiful space with uh, very accommodating beds, but also in that space, we're going to have space for them to do sports, to do their gardening, to do everything. It's in the township. It's in Kamalake. Uh, We are saying our people deserve better because you only find these uh, 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 places in suburban areas and affluent areas. But we are taking these spaces now to our people where they can use them effectively. Our commitment to this is to make sure that the elderly, because we know that the elderly, Without them, we wouldn't be where we are. Our people fought very hard for all of us to be where we are. Our struggle was fought by them. Their sweat and blood built this country. So we need to protect the elderly. We need to make sure that our old people do get better uh, 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 service, but also they're accommodated in uh, uh, better spaces and beautiful spaces and comfortable spaces. That's what we're doing in making sure that our old people, they live, their last I don't want to say their last days, but they live uh, 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 their old age in, 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 in comfortable spaces and comfortable uh, areas. Uh, that's the commitment that we have made, but it's not just a commitment. Now it's in practice. We are building the state-of-the-art of uh, old age home, which is a double story. which massive. It's big. It's got everything that you'll need. We'll bring you pet to come and open uh, that uh, old age home with you. And I know you love it. I know you love development.
1: Well, I'm looking forward to it. What? When's the expected date for the opening MEC so that uh, people in KZN can be anticipating it as well?
0: Uh, We've started uh, building now. As I said, that I want us to be faster in doing things. We can't have projects that take three years to build. This project, I said, by what's the end of the year next year? It should be completed, totally completed. It must have, the, uh, 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 it must be given back to the old, to the elderly, and they must use it. Meaning, by the end of next year, we'll be having it running. Once the end of the
1: day, it will be completed, I can assure you. Well, uh, A-teamers, you heard MEC said, I'll be there at the opening. The whole A-team is going to be there and uh, we are going to be welcoming this great development. Here's a message here from Sabelo Sigudu. Sabelo says, good evening, uh, Patricia and MEC sibia I want to commend him for excellent work done, especially in deep rural areas. Indeed, he is being bringing hope to the hopeless. May the MEC intervene at Musinga. People are living in undesirable conditions. And what uh, Sabelo has done is sent, you know, pictures of um, conditions that an 89-year-old uh, granny is living in. Oko is living in such whew, heartbreaking conditions. And he says it's in Ward 11 in Msinga. Let me see what can be done. Because I know th- these are the areas that you go into. Thanks, uh, Pat. Uh,
0: thanks to Sabelo. Uh, yeah, Umsinga is one of those areas, once uh, again, where you still find really very heartbreaking uh, conditions where our people are living in and living under. We've been intervening in Umsinga. I've been in Umsinga quite a number of times. We've got quite a number of projects. We've got quite a number of OSS projects as well, because that's how we intervene in Umsinga. Because quite as you see what you see there, I can tell uh, how it looked like. Because I've seen quite a number of them, I've intervened in quite a number of them. That's why we use OSS, because it's such conditions where you say, you can't wait for a project to come in to save these people. These people need a house tomorrow, not next week, not uh, next year, but they just need a house tonight. So then we come in with our program of OSS, we start by bringing in a temporal structure, which is the TRA, and then we come into uh, uh, the area and build them a house. You will send us uh, Pet that uh, on our WhatsApp that uh, 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 information of Uguagwen, an 89-year-old. Uh, they don't deserve to live in such conditions. But Pet, I always say, we must ask ourselves. One of the worst thing that was done to our people was that our people living when we were told they were working during apartheid. I'm not being racist, I'm not being political, but I'm being honest here and I'm being sexual. When our fathers were working into Johannesburg from Umsinga, from Menghut, they would go and work into Johannesburg from Nwedu. They would leave our mothers at home. Our mothers will be the one, pet you'll know, who will try to build mud houses at home. Our fathers will be working as uh, a, 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 a securities. Uh, they will be uh, putting coals in, 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 in what you call uh, the boilers. They will be uh, doing tea for, you know, in, in, in different firms and in industrial areas in Johannesburg, and in peanuts. That's why our fathers couldn't even build us out houses. No single man won't want to build a house for his family, or no single woman wouldn't want to build her house for her family. But because of the conditions we are coming from, that's why we got a, such a huge backlog. Our people couldn't even afford to build themselves houses. They were living in mud structures, even today, we still have those mud structures we are eradicating them their 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 roofs are uh, having thatched roofs and everything. so it means we are coming with, we are coming from a situation that really was done purposely, but we are committed. We are dealing with issues of umsinga We are dealing with many other areas that are exactly the same as umsinga We've got quite a number of them. That's why quite a lot of our money as well go into these areas because their living conditions are just worsted. We are committed. We must tell uh, Sabelo that we'll deal with the issue of an 89-year-old. 89, 89 Again, Ukoko, who deserves to live under democracy and live in such a space, we must give Ukoko a comfort compatible area now i haven't
1: hate it towards the end of in so
7: thank you Pat. let's go to voice notes hello pet my Mr. is Desibia. what a nice show all right i just want to know from my honorable say that uh, uh, since across the country specifically in kzn there are unfinished houses where people got money for tenders is there any conviction that he can display today on Radio South Africa to show that now is being sent by Toma Mina to make sure that the people are not misusing public funds? So maybe he can display a few statistics. That is my submission. WP Ramudalem Popo.
5: Good evening, Patricia and the MBC, M- M- there. Patricia, when the MEC started uh, his speech, he said uh, they've put people to run projects for housing and uh, nothing is happening. So if if he's going to say nothing is happening, are they qualified to do that? are they project managers and if it's nothing why is he not removing them and putting other people so that the project can continue thank you patricia bye
7: good evening pat good evening mec i just wanted to say uh, thank you Uh, MEC for all the hard work that you've put in in making sure that uh, our province uh, works in terms of uh, delivering uh, households to to our people and I know this uh, is a huge task for you we've got a huge backlog and I know you can do it because I know how passionate you are about service delivery. Uh, I myself have had many run-ins with you in my professional capacity as a built environment professional and I know how how geared and passionate you are about uh, delivering Quality services to our people. So keep up the good work, MEC. Uh, we're here to support you in whatever way we can, and uh, we hope that uh, the Lord will give you strength uh, to to carry out your tasks successfully and 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 bring glory to
1: our province. Thank you, MEC. MEC, please respond to our A teamers.
0: Thank you, uh, Pet. Uh, the A teamers, uh, they are. Uh... Yeah, they raise quite uh, serious issues, which is very good. We're here for that unfinished projects. Any convictions, what is happening there? Tumamina, yes, we have been sent to the people to make sure that we provide them with services, quality services. No one must be allowed to abuse public funds. No unfinished project should be allowed to continue existing in the space of our province or the country. The president has been very clear that anywhere where there's been an abuse of public health, there must be convictions. We are also looking at uh, all uh, the unfinished uh, projects uh, to make sure that one of the first things that we want to do is to finish them. And then deal in parallel to that, if there are any uh, they, there was any kind of a, a, a abuse of power or abuse of resources or public health or anything wrong that was done, we will definitely take steps. I'm one person that says we must do away with anything that has got any character of corruption or any means or anything that is like that. Uh, we are definitely going to be doing that. We are dealing with unfinished projects. I must say, yes, we do have unfinished projects as well in the province. Uh, they are a, 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 a priority of what we want to do. And we want to make sure that if there is any wrongdoing that was done, definitely... Uh, we won't shy away from dealing with such uh, uh, following the due processes. Why are we not uh, uh, changing uh, service providers or project managers where our projects are stalling? It's a very good question. Believe you, me, we are doing exactly that. Where service providers are not performing, we change those service providers, but following processes. We're not doing things outside processes because... We are in the system. It's government. We must do things properly. But they must be done with speed. We can't be a government that is said to be doing things slowly and avoid uh, taking uh, uh, decisions. No matter how unpopular decisions need to, uh, to be taken, we'll take those decisions. So we can assure my sister that we are doing that. People who are not uh, prepared to perform their tasks, they can't be part of the system. We need capable a capable state. When the president talks about a capable state, the capable state must have capable workforce. The capable workforce will give you a capable state which will be able to deliver on time and with speed. That is exactly what we are dealing with. The issue of uh, the the last, uh, thank you, my brother, Uh, I didn't hear the name, such wonderful words, words of encouragement. Uh, Yes, we do interact quite a lot with quite a lot of professionals in the build sector, industry within the, the province because we want to perfect it. We want to make sure that we bring everyone on board, in particular professionals because we want to make sure that it has professionalized as we can this sector so that we deliver quality services, services to our people and they bring new ideas they come up with ideas that we need that are going to help us to take uh, this mammoth task forward. It is indeed a mammoth task. I can't underplay it and say I'll come with a miracle but I believe the harder we work, the more passionate we do our work, but also the more strategic we do our things and smarter, the more we perform well and the more we deliver with speed and thank deliver you. better. Thank, thank, you, thank
1: you so me. very much, Emisi. I wish we had more time because there's so many questions um, from our listeners, but your office has given me this WhatsApp number, so I'm going to give it to our listeners. Thank you very much for joining us.
0: Thank you so much. May God protect you and bless you and give you many more days to live Thank you so much We have such a wonderful uh, person like yourself. We always appreciate being given space in your program. But also thanks to the A-teamers. They are such a wonderful team of winners.
1: Siabonga, MEC. For you a the WhatsApp number directly to the MEC Jomo Mosbia is 66 Five three zero double six five nine four zero three five three. It's time for us to go to Greg Host with the news. Good evening, Greg. Independent and impartial.
0: This is SAFM News.